Good evening, guys. So we're going to go back to the very, 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 very basics. And that is how to be a reseller and what that means and what you're actually doing and how to do it ethically. All right, so we're going to cue the intro and we're going to get right to it. What does it take to start a revolution? A revolution. It takes guts. Guts. Determination. Determination. And most importantly, know-how. Know-how. This is the Resell Revolution Podcast. You want all the secrets to making money on the side? Women all over the globe are building their own resale businesses with their own money and pursuing the lives they want to live and doing it on their terms. You want freedom. You want success. This is where to get the tips to make that a reality. This is the Resell Revolution Podcast. All right, so how do you be a retailer and how do you do it ethically? Uh, first off, the first step in being a reseller is to buy something at a lower price or cheap or get it free. And you'll know the price is cheap because you will have done your research and you'll recognize that there is a market that is willing to pay more for that item or the item is cheap enough that you're willing to take a risk without doing the research. So again, you either get, you're gonna get something for really cheap or get it free, and you're gonna know that it is cheap because you know from your own experience that there is a place you could go to sell it that people are willing to pay more for it than you are buying it or it is cheap enough that you're willing to take a risk, like something for free. If you go on Craigslist and you see that there's a piece of furniture and it's free and you're willing to take the risk on it and paint it and resell it. Okay, step two is that you're going to add value. This is how you do this ethically. Because let me tell you a story. Just a couple days ago, there was a dresser given away on a local pay it forward uh, Facebook form and then the guy who picked up the dresser on this pay it forward like good deeds type uh, Facebook form then put it on a different Facebook form for $30 and this didn't sit very well with a lot of people because everyone started to freak out and they had the person who had originally given it away had left the ad up and so people were posting screenshots of the fact that this guy got it for free and now was now trying to resell it for $30. And I don't know if it's the fact that he bought it on there or got it for free on there and was trying to sell it or if it was the fact that it was like a good deeds like pay it forward type thing. But to me it was hilarious because the dresser wasn't worth $30. It was like an old like press board hunk of junk that I wouldn't have even picked up for free to paint because it wasn't worth it like the top was bowing in 
But it was the fact that everyone felt that what he was doing was unethical. Even though when you're, it's your property, once you pick it up and take it from someone, you have all the right to resell it if you want to because it's now your property. Um, but everybody was just having a cow about it. They were like hate mailing him. Um, people that knew him like were talking bad and like messaging him and tagging him. It was just, it was pure craziness. So you want to add value. And adding value doesn't necessarily mean putting money into it. So you can either put the item, you're going to take the item from where you found it, take it home, and you're going to put it for sale in front of a market that is looking for what you have to sell. And let me give you an example. So I love horses. I've had horses in my life for 20 years. And I started out reselling horse tack. And just a couple years ago, I went to a tax sale and I bought this antique collectible saddle for $40. And this sale that I was at, most of the people there buy horse tack to use, like to put on their horse and go riding. And this saddle was no longer that kind of saddle. It was not usable. And so I knew that I could put it on eBay and potentially get more for it. And I put it on there and I think about, it took about six months, but I got an offer for $450 and I took it. Um, I thought that was great. And it was because I took it from a market that deemed it invaluable or valued at $40 because it was no longer usable on a horse. And I put it in front of a market that then saw value in it for what it was and that was you know I, I sold it not in on eBay under outdoor sports I sold it under um, antiques and collectibles under horse tack so that was how I put value to it without without adding money the other thing I did was that I I photographed it and I did awesome lifestyle photography now, you know, with Instagram and Pinterest and all these social media platforms, people are liking a different style of photography. It's okay to have a light box and just take pro what I call product photos where it's just the product sitting there and you detail it out. But what really piques people's interest, gets lots of, you know, people looking at your listing is lifestyle photos. And so lifestyle photo invokes emotion. So just last night I had a brand new Pendleton trifold wallet and I put some vintage keys next to it and some floral and I put it on a piece of rabbit hair hide and I took a photo like that and it sold this morning just because the photos were beautiful and I had priced it about $7 over what the rest of them were selling and I sold it. Um, just because I had this beautiful photo of it and it invoked emotion. So that's another way you can add value without adding money to it or your time is to take a really nice photo of it. All right, so the other, the next way you can add value to it is you can upcycle or refinish. And so with furniture, you're going to pick up a furniture item and you're going to oil it or you're going to restore the wood. With us, we do a lot of chalk painting. And so we make it look more modern through chalk paint, which takes a minimum, um, not too much time. Um, I've gotten really good at not adding too much time to it and just kind of, you know, painting it real quick and making it look like a quality piece, but not adding too much detail into the work that I'm doing. My mom's a little different. She likes to add a ton of detail and add her own style, which is fine, but her pieces take a little longer to sell because, you know, the, the people 
people like, you know, they don't always appreciate the finer detail. They just want it at a certain price point, which is what I try to meet. Um, let's see. So you, you're getting furniture for pretty, like free or cheap. You're adding value through painting and refinishing. The next thing you can do is crafting. There's a gal in my store who gets antlers and she makes them into succulent arrangements, wreaths, and uh, felt flower arrangements. And they're really cute. So she's adding value to these antlers that her husband finds and makes them into a piece of more value. Um, also with crafting, you can do macrame. Macrame is really big right now. She has brought in a few pieces of macrame. And so you're taking your time and you're turning it into something of value. Um, the other thing you can do is repair something. Um, you can repair the old furniture. Um, I have a old brass phone that I had picked up. It was mid-century. It was, um, oh, it was copper. It was a copper phone. And I picked up this copper phone and, uh, the, why the fabric wrapped wire was all rotted out so I bought a, a replica wire and we rewired it and I added value to it by shining it up and uh, fixing the wire on it and now I have it listed for about $140 I think it is and I paid a dollar for it and I have $20 into the cord um, the next thing you do is repurpose um, this is huge right now repurposing means taking it, it it's basically upcycling. Um, one example that we do a lot is we'll take old pots or old bowls that have hairline cracks or when you tap on it you hear thudding instead of ringing and, we'll, and that are cute and or ch little chip or something so it's just not sellable or usable as it sits. So we'll put a little succulent in it or a plant and that really adds value to them. Something that was we paid a quarter to a dollar for now we can ask 12 to 14 dollars for it with a two dollar plant in it. Uh, vintage colored glass, I do a lot of um, taking like not so much Fenton because that has enough value to it, but unbranded maybe Avon colored glassware and we do soy candles out of it. And that's just a great way to take something that you pay dollars, a couple dollars for and then add value to it with a product that people are going to want to buy. Alright, so the next thing you do is you can add value by finishing a collection. Finishing a collection means taking maybe um, a set of cards, um, Magic the Gathering or Pokemon cards, or I'm, I'm not real familiar with cards, but you can just add you know, another card in the series, maybe baseball cards, you're missing a player out of a famous team, and now you're adding value to it by completing it. Um, with Pyrex, you, I often will buy lids, and I'll find pieces without the lid because the lid gets broken and then I'm able to pair them together and add value to the piece by pairing it together. Um, same thing with glassware. We'll find some really interesting glasses. I'll kind of hang on to them for a little bit and I'll find another couple of them and now I've got a set of four which adds a lot of value. Uh, toys, you know, if you have um, a, a toy that's incomplete and you're able to find a piece to it, um, you know, complete a series of them. It just adds a lot of value to to what you have because you're able to complete it. Um, so now the next step, now that you've bought it and you've added value to the item, now you're going to sell it. And this is the hardest part for a lot of people. And it's the most fun part for me and the most rewarding part to get things listed and then sell them. And so selling them, there's so many platforms to sell your products on now. You know, you have Poshmark, you have... Uh, Mercari, uh, eBay, Etsy, you can start a Shopify store, uh, 
probably missing a ton of them. I didn't make a list of all the platforms. I, I do Poshmark and eBay are the two that I focus on. I have dabbled in Etsy. I don't do enough handmade to be on there. I, I suppose my vintage would do well enough, but I did start a Depop for vintage, but I'm going to try to push it between Poshmark and eBay because I only have so much time. Um, I also have, oh, you can get an antique booth. You could sell at flea markets. You could do pop-ups. You could um, consign stuff. Um, I have consigners that buy, you know, cheap and they sell within my store and they're able to make enough money. There's so many outlets to sell on. Uh, so let's review this. How to be a reseller. You're going to buy something at a lower price or you're going to get it for free. You're going to add value to it through one of these things we just talked about and then you're going to sell it. I know it's so basic. It's so incredibly basic, but I hope you guys can get something out of it and understand that you cannot it it's you cannot buy something and then turn around and like sell it and make a huge profit by not adding value. You have to put it in front of the market that it needs to go in. You you have to, you know, take beautiful pictures of it. You have to probably clean it up. I guess I didn't put cleaning it up on there. That's super important because a lot of times when you buy from garage sales or thrift stores, it's not completely clean. Um, oh, and with clothing, you might have to put buttons on them. Or I do it all the time. I have to replace buttons and snaps on the vintage clothing. But there's so many, there's so many ways to add value, and that's that's the money that you are earning, is the the value you're putting into the product and the time you're putting into getting it in front of the right people. Alright guys, so I look forward to seeing you on Resell Revolution Now. Um, it's facebook.com slash resell revolution now and Instagram at resell revolution and you guys post what you found this weekend. I would love to see what you found. I feel like all I do is share everything that I found because I find so many cool things and I hope it inspires you to look for the things that I'm finding and that are selling well for me. Um, but yeah, thanks for tuning in and I will talk to you guys later.